Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to the But Daddy Why podcast, where we understand the rapid-fire questioning that parents battle all day, every day, especially that one constant, burning, repetitive, ongoing question, that one word, why. We do the research for you so that you have the ammo to reply when the kids reach the ultimate pinnacle of, but daddy, why? My name is Pat Jacobs. And I'm Eric Benyon. Sit back and enjoy the show. Alrighty, so we 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 did a whole bunch of stuff on Chicago. Like yeah. we kind of went on a whole Chicago swing, and arguably, one would say we should probably be talking more about Chicago. We should you know, be. It's got, a very exciting we, time. We have the Cubs winning, but we already did that. We did. They just they just didn't win for us last year. They didn't. So, on the off chance that that's what messed it up, hmm? I think it's a good idea that we just steer clear of that. Yeah. In fact, let's let's go. Really far away from the Cubs. How about that? Maybe that's that's going to be that'll keep us safe. Maybe. And 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 by far away, we're not talking about Green Bay. No. <laughs> but maybe we will be soon. How about that? I, I I've heard tell. Yep, yep, yep. Rumor <laughs> has it. Let's go like so far away that like we're going to go to the outer edges of the universe. Well, not the universe, the solar system. At, at any rate. There you go. I was sitting around the campfire. I have a little. Uh, fire pit that I set up in my uh, backyard-ish area, mm-hmm. and we're sitting there with one of, with a bunch of the neighbor kids, and one of the neighbor kids asked me about Saturn. Was, Why do we have rings around Saturn? And that was legitimately something I did not know the answer to. I mean, right. it felt like hey, I should know what the answer of this right. is. Right. Yeah. And then I said, then that kind of got me going. Like, hey, we, we could probably do some questions about the solar system, which is big and. I'm sure there's lots of things we could ask questions. So we grabbed two questions that I think are going to be really cool. And what's even cooler about them is we get to dip right back into Greek mythology. Yes, we do. I know you're excited <laughs> about that. <laughs> I, I am so excited about that. So it's a win-win-win if you ask me. Yeah. I mean, when you when you uh, mentioned it to me and you said, you know, I think we you know we should do something about Saturn, I went, ah, right back into Greek mythology, huh? <laughs> <laughs> and I hadn't even thought about that. Like, when he had brought it up, I'm like, oh, hey, that's a really good question. I mean, there are rings around Saturn. Yeah. What is that all about? So we got two questions we're going to go over today. Like, 
why are there rings around Saturn? And then really, we kind of have to t- we have to talk about Pluto. We have to talk about Pluto. It's not very nice. <laughs> I, you know, I'm just gonna say that now. We'll get to we'll get to Pluto later, and poor little Pluto. So let's do this. Saturn. Saturn's interesting because it's one of the gas giants. Now there's mm-hmm. different planets in the in the solar system. Mm-hmm. So clearly, whatever's going on has something to do with the fact that it's different than Earth is because we don't have we don't see rings. We've seen the pictures of of, Mer- of uh, Mercury and mm-hmm. Venus and our planet and Mars. No rings. Right. Right. Apparently. There are rings around the gas planets. So if you're gassy, you get rings. Don't tell my kids that. <laughs> I just, I just, I just made a solar system fart joke. You did. Really you did. That was fantastic. You, uh, you slipped that one in there, man. <laughs> the funny thing is, I think we're gonna go through this and realize that we really don't have the answer. But there's a lot of good, there's a lot of good speculation. Yeah. Yeah. So. Well, I think it's, and I always think it's good to kind of go back and get a little bit of the history, a couple facts, you know, and everything for everybody. Um, so, Galileo was the first to mm-hmm. observe the rings of Saturn, right, in 1610, using his telescope, which is just baffling to me, just totally baffling, that, that you know, even just having a telescope in 1610 that would reach that far and help him be able to see actual rings around that shiny object in the sky that seems to be brighter than most other things, you know? It's just, that in itself is baffling to me. His telescope was not that awesome. Right, it could have been. But, and and it's interesting, like, my kid's got a telescope, we go out and look at, we go look at stars and the moon and stuff all mm-hmm. the time, but... With with even if you have your telescope, you go out there. You can if you can get out on an eye that you can see Saturn. Mm-hmm. You can actually see the rings. I mean, they're not. I mean, they're not as brilliant as the NASA photographs. Right. Right. They're not like oh hey look at that striated color and blah blah blah. It's a big deal. Man oh man. Galileo yeah. knew some stuff. Yeah yeah. Figured some stuff out. It's uh, it's pretty fantastic. Uh, a couple other quick things. Um, Saturn is is less dense than water. Interesting. Uh, there's only been uh, four spacecraft sent from Earth to uh, to ever visit Saturn. Three of those were just you know brief flybys. Right. Uh, uh, a few missions have been proposed, including found this interesting. Uh, such radical concepts as a sailboat that could traverse the liquid methane lakes on Titan. Saturn has 150 moons and smaller moonlets. It's a lot of moons, right? That's a lot of moons. I mean, if it, 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 it's it's that whole you know science fiction thing of being on a planet, you know, and and having multiple moons and seeing all the different phases and things like that all over right. the sky. That would just be stellar, man. The average day on Saturn is 10 hours, 32 minutes, and 35 seconds. So, you know, the other thing was that uh, Saturn is equivalent to 95 Earths, just to, to kind of get the, the size, since we all know how big Earth is. Yeah. Relatively. Relatively. 
I mean, we've measured it. So. <laughs> we, yeah, we've measured it. We've, <laughs> we've stood on top of it. Yes. Yeah. We're good. We're good. Here, we've got hold, that this, hold this measuring tape. Thanks. <laughs> I'll All start right. walking that way. I'll go. be right back. All right. So go ahead and, and wax mythological. Okay. I think what's interesting, one of the theories of where the uh, – rings came from has a funny kind of correlation to the god that he's named after that saturn. saturn's named after mm-hmm. right because saturn saturn is named the, the greek version of saturn is chronos so uh, and that's and that's the guy that's the father of of zeus and uh hades and poseidon or if you're speaking the roman names jupiter pluto and neptune right Mm-hmm. In the story of Kronos, Kronos eats his children. Right. He doesn't eat Jupiter, which is interesting because Jupiter is pretty big and bigger than Kronos, so maybe that's the deal. But mm-hmm. and one of one of the theories behind how these rings got created is that there, there were bigger moons that broke up and became the rings. So right. they kind of like like it kind of devoured these mm-hmm. these particles and and they just kind of formed these rings around now. They can't be a hundred percent sure of that, but mm-hmm. it seems to make sense. And with the volume of, you know, there there are so many moons going around, uh, going around Saturn that that you know that leads you to believe, hey, there there could have been more, there could have been bigger ones, mm-hmm. and that even moons could have been hit by asteroids or comets right. and 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 exploded and and you know been sucked into that atmosphere into that formation or something, right? Right. I, I don't know. I remember growing up thinking like, like I had the cartoons where you know Bugs Bunny would go land on Neptune or something, right? Mm-hmm. Right. Know, and, right. <laughs> yeah. And I mean, I I want to say that God, I feel like it was not until college where I actually realized like, hey, there's nowhere to land. Uh huh. But mm-hmm. when they say gas giant, yeah, it is in fact yeah. <laughs> a big it's, ball of gas that's yeah. just got a really dense. Dense center of gravity. It's fat. Just that alone is fascinating. But that, but I think that lends into kind of the theories that they have uh, to where these rings come from because each of the gas giants have rings around them. We just can't see all of them very well, and you have to be in the right place to see the ones that are around Jupiter, Neptune, and uh, and Uranus, but mm-hmm. or Uranus or some other thing that doesn't sound like I said anus. <laughs> Uranus. That's how we always learned it. It's all good. <laughs> all right, so let's get into it. The, let's let's talk about those rings for a second. So there were there there have been I'm gonna take a look. There's four four spacecraft like we're talking about the four missions that have have done any sort of uh, exploration of of Saturn. So they were um, Pioneer 11, Voyager 1, Voyager 2, and a ship called uh, and a, a thing called Cassini. Mm-hmm. Right, and they've they've kind of brought back some interesting facts about the rings. So the rings are 400,000 kilometers wide. Right, that's 240,000 miles for those of you who don't do the metric system. Right, that's the distance. Like if you were going to go from Earth to the Moon. Okay. The 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 amount of the amount of space the rings take up, like you could you we could walk across them and you'd land at the Moon. Wow. Right. Wow. Yeah. So okay. it, it takes a monumental effort for us to get to the moon, and that's and that would be just like, hey, we're 
going across all the rings of Saturn. The individual rings, some of them can be like like uh, 100 yards, you know, like a football field wide. For what it looks like, some of the particles that make up those rings, I mean, we're talking about things that are the size of like semi trucks. Unreal. Like 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 freight right. train cars. <clears throat> right. But and I mean, <laughs> even even Galileo thought that it was, I, I believe, three rings. Mm-hmm. Thought that he could just he just saw three rings and and as all of these go through they're just finding more and more and more layers it's crazy range of they they've estimated it is between five hundred and a thousand or like eleven hundred rings potentially Saturn is I think the second biggest planet in our solar system mm-hmm. and part of what's what's effect, causing these rings is this immense uh, this immense gravity they have. Scientists also suspect that another reason why these rings occur and, and why they're so vibrant on Saturn is that Saturn has this immense gravity field that's just pulling in. It's like it's like too big. Right. It's it's got too much gravity that it's it's just pulling in stuff as it goes by. Where other planets they have it, they're not trapping they're not trapping debris and space space junk the same way. And it, it Saturn has, just it, locks it all in. Keeps it there. Right. Well, and and you know, it's like 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 any mess. Like once once it starts collecting, mm-hmm. things build on top of each other. Right, right. There's so yeah. There's there's obviously a lot of gravitational pull going right. on with that planet. It's just locking stuff in place, right. man. Well, and that's and that's go. and that's where it came. Like they mm-hmm. they they're wondering. You know, you've got all the stuff floating around there. That that they're it. The, this isn't being caused by stuff hitting, mm-hmm. actually hitting Saturn. But all this debris that's sitting out there, it, mm-hmm. you know, having impact with, you know, and potentially, you know, you, you hit a moon with big enough stuff, you might have moons breaking up. Right. So. And I think that's, ultimately, that's that's the way I'm going about it is, you know, it probably was a, a moon, a couple moons, something like that, that, you know, either got smashed by asteroids or comets or smashed into each other or whatever, and just got sucked in and and that's where they lay but it's it's fascinating stuff you know it really is it really is so the bottom line that we're going to get to on this one is like really don't have the answer right uh the the best you know again we've only sent four ships you know four missions there Mm -hmm. and while we've gotten really cool photographs from it and we've sent a uh one of them sent a parachute type probe down onto the surface of Titan mm-hmm. uh, and, and whatever else you know they did up there we're just barely scratching you know the surface of what we know about our own solar system uh, mm-hmm. and as smart as, as smart as these guys are uh, you know we're still speculating but right you know but it's an interesting are, it's an interesting enough topic that that when when kids are asking, but daddy, why, and, and and everything else, like we could talk about this for a really long time and listen to how right. amazing this is. As far as the educational aspect of of any of this goes, like like our kids can be the ones that figure this out, right? Right. But if we're if, if you're not if you're not encouraging them to go do it, right, and saying, hey, yeah. that's a really good question. Here's everything I know about it, and it's not yeah. everything there is to know about it. So yeah. there's more there's more to know, but it's fascinating. Galileo saw how many years ago, and we still haven't figured it out. We've only mm-hmm. been able to get four ships to go buy it, so we have just a little bit of information, but we have really cool pictures. Yep. And you're interested in it. So get out there it. and go figure it out, bro. Right. <laughs> so that's so that's that's Saturn, and it's, and it's cool, and I think I don't want to live there. No. No. 
I'm, I'm kind of attached to this planet. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but if you were there, you'd be attached to that one. So, so you know. Apparently, everything that gets out there is attached apparently to that one. Everything is. <laughs> uh, you get too close to that one, and you get attached. Right, right, right. All right. Should we get into one of the greatest planets ever? The greatest one. Oh. One, of the, one of the greatest that ever there was. He's like, it's yes. like the shoeless, shoeless Joe Jackson of planets. Yes, yes, absolutely. So let's 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 go ahead and, and talk about a couple facts again. Yep. With Pluto. So Pluto's not very big. No. Nope. Right. I mean, we we know that it's only half as wide as the United States. Okay. So that that's it. That's the whole planet. It's smaller than the Earth's moon. It's not very big. Nope. It's just it's just not very big. It takes it 248 Earth years to go around the sun. All right? And one day on Pluto is about six and a half days on Earth. So again, it's small. And it's working really hard just to travel around the sun. It's not lazy. It's working. It's doing its thing. Mm -hmm. It's staying in the race. It's way out there, waving its tiny little hand, going, hey, I'm here. I'm here. But, but even at that, it's not even always the farthest one out. True. True that. True that. Very, very true. There is Some, that. Sometimes it gets a little closer than... But, but most of the time, the majority of the time, you know, in the 248 Earth years it takes to go around the sun, majority of that time, it's just way, way out there. there. Just way out there. So Pluto has less gravity than Earth, which means that a person would weigh much less on Pluto. So I, I, I don't know how you wanted to go about this, but I've got a little timeline here that, right, that maybe we could go through. And then I think when we get down to the, the, the horrible things that started happening to Pluto, you'll, you'll probably take over. So Pluto wasn't even discovered until 1930. Correct? Correct. And that was by Clyde Tombaugh? Tombaugh? Yep. Man, we're so good at butchering names. Tombaugh. I mean, that's like Harbaugh, right? Oh, Harbaugh? yeah, yeah, yeah. So Clyde discovered it in 1930, and then Venetia Burney named Pluto that same year. She was an 11-year-old girl from England. What a great story, man. How could you not love this planet already? So then in, in 1988, so what is that, 58 years later, Pluto is now classified as a dwarf planet due to its size. It's still considered a planet because it orbits the sun, but it's not large enough to be considered a normal planet. And then it all went horribly wrong for the littlest, hardest working planet in our solar system. <laughs> and that day was August 24th, 2006, and that was when astronomers met in Prague to declare that Pluto was no longer classified as a planet under, quote-unquote, I'm doing quotation mark thingies with my hands, under new guidelines, okay? The solar system now only contains eight planets. Bum, bum, bum. At which point, now I, 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 I'd love to hear your story of... of the first time that you heard it. Me? 
devastated, all right? Angry. <laughs> My whole childhood has been a lie, okay? Right. Because the, the only thing that kept going through my head was my very excellent mother just made us nine pizzas, right? That's how you, right. how you were taught in school, the, the order of the planets. So right. now, now what, are, what are they supposed to teach kids? What am I supposed to teach my kids? My very excellent mother just served us nine... Just served us nothing. Just nothing. Ser- okay, there you go. She served us nothing. How horrible is that? Awful. That's horrible. Terrible. Do you remember when you when you heard about it? I I did. So like, cause, so this was 2006 or, or that they were doing it, and I was actually interestingly enough it was when I worked at a public radio station. So it was a big, you know, it was news. We'd you know carry the news and talk about it, and I I actually had to do some research into it. Kind of going, okay, hey, this is this wow. is weird. Why why would you do this? What, what, why? <laughs> why would you kick this little guy out of the family? Like, well, and and there was a. I mean, this was not an. This was a. This was a debate. I mean, they. You had fervent supporters on either side. Like we, it's still a planet. No, it's not a planet. Right. And Pluto did not go down without a fight. But let's be fair. When we may have to blame this on that little girl in England. What? And I and I, and I hate to say it. That's like, a horrible uh, thing to say. I blame an eleven-year-old girl. But here. <laughs> But here's the deal. We named it Pluto. Right. And, and, and that did not set it up for a lot of success. There, there is that. Because we're want to do this, or I am, let's go into the mythology, right? All right. All right. Now, now the, the Greek gods in general are not good people. I know we, we like the Percy Jackson and, and, mm-hmm. and the whatever else, and, and they make, you know, there's the Hercules movie and we love stuff. But the Greek gods are pretty much terrible. They're toddlers given enormous power. Mm-hmm. Or actually, maybe not toddlers, maybe we should say they're, they, are, they are teenagers mm-hmm. who get to rule everything, and they do it as well as teenagers can do. Pluto, or Hades, gets a just gets the raw end of the stick. If there is a way to screw this guy over, and granted, he does some stuff to himself that, that doesn't help, but in fairness, he, he's, he's screwed from the get-go. He's the oldest brother, first one out of the gate, mm-hmm. first one down the gullet of his dad. <clears throat> so for the longest time, he spends his life inside his, you know, inside his dad's stomach. Gross. Right. Yeah, just, yeah, uh, not good. Awful. And and to make matters worse, he's the one at the bottom of the stack. Yep. Yep. Oh hey, I have what, twelve other brothers and sisters we're gonna just throw on down here? Awesome. Awesome. Sounds because great. there there was a lot of space in here to begin with, but sure. Right. Yeah. Hey. Yeah. Hey, hey Neptune, get your elbow out of my eye. <laughs> I'm I'm bu- busy looking into dad's large intestine. Trying to find a way out of here. So so that's bad. Right? Right, right. So finally he gets out of his dad's stomach, you know, thanks to his younger brother, who's going to hold this over his head for the rest of his life because... Of course. Yeah. You know, hey, oh, hey, hey, guys, you remember that time when you guys were in dad's stomach and I wasn't? Yeah. <laughs> uh, you, you remember that time? guy again. Guess, guess what? I'm the best. That's oh, true. what, you're older? Yeah. You could still be in dad's stomach, so That's shut true. it. Yeah. And, and they go, okay, well, all right. 
youngest goes first because he yeah, he did kind of save our lives and whatnot. Did get us out of Dad's stomach, so yeah, I go first and Zeus rolls first and he picks the sky. Great, mm-hmm. that's a great place. That's a great place to rule. You're up there, you see everything. Yep. And like, okay, well, there's two things left. Let's let's roll again. So who gets to who who gets the next pick? Because there's the underworld where all the dead rotting stuff is, or there's the ocean, like swimming pool for days, the beach. Mm-hmm. You know, it's it's Baywatch out there, right? Right. <laughs> Neptune wins out, wins the roll. He gets to go out. Well, yeah, rotting dead stuff for the beach. Baywatch, it is. Yep. I'm gonna hassle yep. hop this thing right on up. <clears throat> right. Who wouldn't? And then there's Pluto going, well, dead rotting stuff or dead rotting? Gee, I don't know. I guess. He, he gets screwed right out of the gate. So finally, here's the shining moment in 1930. It's time to give Pluto his due. We're going we're, yeah. we're to name a planet mm-hmm. after Pluto for a little under 100 years. A little under, yep. Yeah, remember how you got picked last? For the what you got to rule over, you also kind of mm. got picked last on the planets of the solar system, and he didn't pick a planet for you, actually. Eh. Right. Ooh. Yeah. Yeah. It actually turns out that no, we were wrong. We're sorry. We were wrong. But you're so, you're actually not on this team. You're not yeah. one of us. That's so. just so horrible. But now it does it does kind of make sense. I, I guess we can blame it on uh, Venetia Bernie. I mean, in fairness. This wasn't something that they just decided lightly, because the reality is this was a very expensive demotion. Right. Yep. All because those books. Textbooks well, and, mm-hmm. and, and museums that had displays that had to be changed. And this is part of what they argued about, you know, like, is it worth demoting this as a planet because of how, how expensive, you know, but science is science. And the facts are the facts. You have to stick with them. So here's what we have to know about why this decision was made, right? Pluto is... 2,400 kilometers across, right? 1,500 miles. To compare it, like, that's roughly the size of, of the United States. So it was tiny. Uh, we discovered that there's more moons around it, and then we start realizing, hey, there's this belt of stuff, and it's a bunch of trans-Neptunian objects. So they call it trans-Neptunian because it's this belt of stuff that crosses that Neptune orbit, right? So just right. like just just the same way that Pluto does, like sometimes Pluto is actually closer to the sun than Neptune is because mm-hmm. of this elliptical <clears throat> orbit it has. They started seeing that going, well, what, what's, what's going on there? Well, they call this the Kuiper Belt. It's K-U-I-P-E-R, and I believe it's called Kuiper. This region is 55 astronomical units outside of Neptune, right? It's an arbitrary measurement, but it's one that we understand, I guess, because we consider the sun to Earth is one astronomical unit because we're the one with the people on it. Right. So we get to make this stuff up. So now that they kind of figure out what this Kuiper belt was, they started to estimate that there are like 70,000 icy objects in this Kuiper belt, right? Right. From what they understand, they're the same composition as Pluto. So now we're going, okay, well, maybe Pluto's not unique in this Kuiper belt, right? This dude, Mike Brown, find this object called FY9. And FY9 is just a little bit smaller than Pluto. The largest known trans-Neptunian objects are Eris, which is actually bigger than Pluto. Mm. Uh, And it has a little moon called Dysonomia. Then there's Pluto and and FY9. That's 2005 2005 for when they found it. Uh, 2003 EL61, Sedina, Orcus, 
Quayoar, and Varuna. So, and these are all larger dwarf planet size. Dwarf planet size, right? Because they fit the same definition as Pluto, and Pluto really doesn't fit all the other definitions of planets. We don't get to keep it. So basically, we were premature in calling it a planet. Right. We just got super excited. Right. It was the first time finding our own planet where it wasn't right. like these were discovered by Galileo way back then. Look at we we get our own. We get our own. Ah, it's a planet. At some point, when we when we talk about things of an astronomical nature, at one point we thought that the sun went around the went around the earth. Around the earth, right? Yeah. At some yep. point, someone had to say, "Well, about that." Yeah. <laughs> All right. So this is this is a fantastic butt. I I guess we kind of answered the question about Pluto. We kind of it didn't yeah. fit it didn't fit the definition. Science is always about making classifications and, and definitions, and when they're able to find something that you're actually that's actually specific, then they have a rule, that, you know, and if you either fit it or you don't. Right. And ultimately, in the end, hashtag thanks Venetia Bernie. <laughs> well, and hey, we're t- how much more do you talk about Pluto than any other planet now? I mean, Very true. okay, we talk Very about true. Earth a lot, but... Right, right. Yeah, no, no, I get... I don't like when people talk about Pluto in a bad way. Like, I, I've got, like, that, that big brother mentality of keep Pluto out of your mouth, you know, right. like... I mean, Pluto ar- matters. Come on. <laughs> Arguably, in this podcast, we spent more time talking about Pluto than Saturn, and Saturn is, like, way bigger <laughs> than Pluto. <laughs> And and probably way more interesting. It's not just a rock. Right. It's not just a rock. So. And the whole time I kept thinking, okay, can we get to Pluto? So there we go. That's All right, it. so, but Daddy, why? We don't know the answers. Go out and be scientists. Yeah, absolutely. All right, so we'll close it out. we got to remind you that we do have Facebooks. And the, and, and the Twitter. So... We're at But Daddy Y both on Twitter and Facebook. ButDaddyY.com and then check us out iTunes, Stitcher. Uh, leave a comment, rate us, we like it. Yep. Uh, Subscribe, do all those things. But make make our moms feel good that they raised us. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.